Reddit, what's the craziest freaking thing you have ever witnessed in real life with your own two eyes? When I was a teenager, I remember being in Indianapolis waiting on a stoplight to turn green when multiple police cars went flying by with their lights on and sirens screaming. They blocked the road off right in front of me with their cruisers and a few officers jumped out. One officer ran behind a car that was stopped in the mall entrance drive and once he was behind the vehicle, it immediately reversed and tried to run over the cop. The driver bailed and started to run before turning around and whipping out a gun, at which point the police shot him multiple times right then and there and he dropped to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Most incredible thing I have ever witnessed in my life, even to this day. What's your story? At a clothing option beach a few years ago, I saw a woman roll onto the beach in a human-sized hamster ball. She took off her shirt and I thought, that woman has remarkably large breast implants. She then took off her pants and I thought, that woman has a remarkably large... Woohoo! She continued to roll the ball around the beach for about 20 minutes while another woman filmed her before rolling back off the beach. I knew, at that moment, that I would never see anything stranger in my entire life. I still feared that I am in the background of some sort of trans hamster ball fetish adult film. Diving at about 80 feet in Molokini Crater off Maui, I was looking at a reef when felt something smack my tank from behind. I looked up and my dive buddy's eyes were like saucers. The bump was from one of three bottlenose dolphins. They circled around us for a few minutes then darted away. We were just awestruck in 80 feet of water with 30 pounds of gear while these amazing animals had a good time around us. Humbling. Just be glad they had a good time by themselves and not with you because, uh, dolphins are scary. Like, worse than sharks scary. Trust me. One of my friends pulled himself up on top of what looked like a raised concrete platform. Turned out to be a vat of cow poop with a crusted layer on top. He got on top of the outside wall, took one step, and fell through and nearly drowned in liquid cow poop. Vomited everywhere jumped into a nearby river fully clothed to get it off. I have a couple. One, downtown Vancouver. In line for a bar at about 11.30pm. Homeless guy walks by me, about 20 feet, drops his pants, and takes the wettest poop I've ever seen right on the sidewalk. Two, high school. Hanging out with a friend in his bedroom. He gets into a fight with his dad. Dad barges into room, and my friend simultaneously shuts the door. On his finger. Finger came off. Now that I think about it, I live a pretty sheltered life. Thanks, Western civilization. My weirdest experience was also in Indianapolis. I was sitting at a light in a convertible, and a truck driver pulls up and shouts, Hey, y'all want some mayonnaise? And then picks up a huge 64-ounce-plus container of mayo and throws it at me. Thankfully, I caught it. Could have gone horribly awry, though. Still to this day, I don't know why this happened. Edit. Reoccurring question, not only did I eat the mayo, I was on my way to a cookout, so a lot of people ate it. I saw the 2008 Toronto propane explosion happen from my 19th floor apartment balcony about 5 kilometers away. Seeing the sky go orange and feeling heat hit you like a truck from several kilometers away freaked me out. I wondered if it was a terrorist attack and who Canada could have ticked off. I was on vacation with my family in San Francisco. Two homeless men got into a shouting match. One yelled, Chew on this! Rushed a flock of pigeons, grabbed one in his hands, and hurled it at the other homeless man. The other man caught the pigeon in one hand, he had a trumpet in the other, and yelled back, Respect all God's creatures! And tossed it into the air. The pigeon flew away, and the man resumed playing his trumpet. Time for a gross medical story. 
I worked in the ER for almost two years. I was a scribe. This meant I followed around the doctors and took notes for them. Before seeing a patient, we would get a vague idea of why the person was in the ER by reading their chief complaint. We'd also either read the nurse's note or talk with the nurse who checked them in. We were going to see a patient with the chief complaint of, quote, skin rash, generally a pretty benign complaint. As we headed over to the room, we were stopped by the nurse who checked them in. You're going to need a mask, she said. What's going on? The doctor asked. It's, it's difficult to describe. You'll see it when you get in there. But the smell is pretty bad. You should wear a mask. She was silent for a moment. I worked in the ER for 30 years. I've never seen anything like that. We put on some masks and entered the patient's room. The stench was pretty bad, even with the masks on. The patient was an older woman. What brings you in today? The physician asked. Well, I've got something going on under my left breast, the woman stated. Okay, why don't we take a look at it? The doctor moved the woman's gown aside to look at her breast. The woman pointed to under the breast. The doctor asked her to lift her breast. This is where the craziest thing I've ever seen comes in. As she lifted the breast, I realized something was not right. She kept lifting it, further than you really should be able to. Instead of normal pink flesh under the breast, I saw a decaying gray mess with a tinge of green and then a rib. And then I realized I was essentially looking into this woman's chest. As she lifted the breast, it was like the hinge opening a door into her insides. Not much was identifiable, but the doctor did point out a huge mass that was essentially coming out from the breast. The doctor explained to me after we left the room that this woman had extremely late-stage breast cancer. The cancer had become so large it had started invading the chest wall, breaking down skin, muscle, anything that came in the way. That was why her skin had broken down under the breast. She also most likely had local fungal and bacterial infections in the decaying tissue, which was where most of the smell came from. Ugh, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Apparently, the woman was not a huge fan of doctors and just avoided coming in for about a year. She hid it from her family. I just cannot imagine living with that. And that's my story. Driving through Cleveland, I saw a naked, fat, homeless man rolling around on the sidewalk as some super skinny woman with just pants and a do-rag, no shirt or bra, was screaming at him and kicking him as he rolled down the street. I was in New York City for a meeting with a co-worker in June of this past year. Since it was an amazing day out, we decided to have our meeting out in one of the local parks since it was an informal meeting and both of us wanted to enjoy the weather. After spending the morning going through our business, we both decided on lunch. Before we left, I needed to find a restroom. There was a public restroom in this park. It was well maintained and clean, but really busy. Since all the urinals were taken up, I stepped into a stall and did my business. As I am leaving the stall, I am careful to not swing the door open quickly since there were quite a few people in the restroom. Since I am stepping out slowly, I happen to notice a guy walk in wearing an apron for one of the local coffee places nearby. He walks up to a single urinal, not a trough, a single urinal that is already occupied by someone, squeezes in next to the guy, and ends up peeing on the other guy's hands. It happened so quickly that the original urinator had no idea what was happening. He backed away from the urinal, staring at his hands, screaming, What the frick? What the frick? The guy with the coffee apron never stopped peeing, and just said over and over, Sorry man. The guy who got peed on threw a punch in the crowded bathroom, and the coffee apron guy still never stopped peeing. I decided I did not want to be in that bathroom any longer and quickly snuck out. TLDR, you are never supposed to share a single urinal with another dude. Legend says that he's still peeing to this day. Man, I gotta say that the the weirdest thing that I've ever seen in my life 
has to be somebody who isn't subscribed to Am I the Genius and Am I the Jerk, linked in the description below. Leave a like if you enjoyed the video, and thanks for watching. I've seen a lot of weird things in my current job. This morning, a guy walked in with a snake around his neck explaining that people called him, quote, Rhinestone Terry because his woohoo had bumps on it when he got erect. There was an Asian guy that fixed cars behind our shop. He only worked on other Asians' cars in our area. On our DVR, we had tons of videos of his customers peeing or taking a dump in the parking lot. Also had video of his wife scooping dog poop on our back door. I genuinely don't know what it is with all the poop in this episode, I'm sorry. One time there was a transvestite that came in here and walked straight to the front corner of our store. He dropped his pants and started jerking off while looking at us. My boss got a piece of conduit and poked him until he left. We used to fly a big balloon. Kind of like what you see at car dealerships. It was an attempt to get attention and increase business. One day I was outside and had just finished filling up the balloon. I tied it off and was starting to walk back inside when a woman asked me, How did you get that balloon up there? Helicopter? There used to be an emergency vet next door. They were only open at night when the other vets were closed. A woman showed up in the middle of the day and shoved a truck bed full of animal organs out on their front door. Her reason was that they might need the quote, parts. I saw two homeless guys get into a fight about eight years ago when I first started this job. One of them pushed the other one out in front of a car passing by and killed him. He threw up his arms and screamed, THERE CAN ONLY BE ONE! My friend told me it wasn't a Highlander fight because it wasn't in a warehouse. Over the years, I've seen a lot of people crap themselves in my store. Just last week, an old man needed to use the bathroom. Before he got to the bathroom, he pulled his pants off in the store in front of people. I had to carry a computer out to this fat woman's car. When we got to the car, I put the machine in the back seat next to a kid that was eating Wendy's chili. She started crying and said that she had crapped herself. She then looked at her child and said, It's in my coochie. He then threw up all over the back seat. I watched a guy stand about 200 feet away from our front door on the sidewalk and talk to no one. He then came in with a gun and wanted to know why we wouldn't show him any respect by talking back to him. I had a customer off themselves in a parking lot because he couldn't play World of Warcraft on a 15-year-old laptop. This was after he threw the laptop at me and I chased him out with a hammer. I saw a guy lay on his back and pee into the air while waiting for his ride across the street in a parking lot. I could go on forever with these. Take a hike to Big Bill Hells, home of challenge peeing. My mom took me to get my hair cut at a salon when I was a 13-year-old boy. I usually get my hair cut at the barber, but we didn't have the time. So, this petite gay guy is talking nice and cutting my hair. Next to me is this 14-year-old chick looking kind of cute. She has two huge gay guys cutting her hair. I'm 6'2 and 240 pounds, and I was about that size when I was 13. These two guys were lisping and snipping at her long blonde hair with their tight black shirts and huge arms. Ten minutes into her haircut, the guys cutting her hair start barking at each other that the other was cutting her hair wrong. These two huge gay guys start throwing fists and connecting with on each other's face. One stabs the other with a scissor in the arm. Blood is everywhere. The petite gay guy cutting my hair gets between me and the brawl, gets some blood on him, and gets hit in the face. The fight gets broken up, the one guy goes to the hospital, and my haircut was free of charge. That was way more exciting than the barber. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I used to do security and landed a gig at the Teen Choice Awards. I landed the very best position that night, guarding some high-powered confetti blowers right next to the stage. I was underneath the section of the stage that rose up and the announcer stood. I saw every star from just a few feet away from them. Some older dude sitting near me kept turning around and later told me, most of the girls here aren't wearing panties. I wasn't wearing my glasses, so it was pointless for me to stare out into the crowd. I hear them announce Megan Fox coming up to present the next award and look upwards as she walks into position. She wasn't wearing panties. I've seen numerous accidents, knife fights, you name it, but Mother Nature kicked all their butts this year. We were down in Baja at a beach called Los Cerritos. I was in knee-deep water with my daughter when someone yelled, Whale! Usually this means someone spotted a spout or something, so I'm thinking, no big deal. Well, a second or two, someone else yelled, so I looked up, and there they were. A huge gathering of humpback whales, breaching, dancing, tail wagging. I've seen this before, but never in these numbers. Then, instead of watching the show slowly swim away, they stayed. Those whales stayed in that same spot playing for well over 20 minutes. It was the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed. And I've been around. A few years ago, I was in Boston visiting some friends and went outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm standing on the sidewalk enjoying the autumn chill and two cars screeched to a halt in front of me. Neither moved for a minute and so I didn't think anything of it. Just odd. Then, from seemingly out of nowhere, two cops come running at the cars with their guns drawn. The cops were screaming, Mother effer, let me see your hands. Don't move. All kinds of deliciously profane things to shout in the middle of the day in the middle of a city. They slapped the hood of the first car and yelled at the driver to take off and then stood on opposite sides of the rear car, their guns aimed through the windows and still screaming. A few moments later, about 10 cop cars pull up, lights and sirens, and cops start piling out with their guns drawn, a couple with shotguns that they racked and then leveled at the car. I was about 20 feet away, but none of them even seemed to notice. I wasn't told to back away or anything. As this is happening, a small crowd began to gather. So, since I'm on the passenger side, I couldn't see the driver. The cops open the door on my side and pull out the passenger. He was a normal-looking guy, white guy in t-shirt and jeans, and they lay him down on the road, cuff him, and take him off to the squad car. So far, pretty interesting. Then they take the driver out and lay him on the ground, but since he's on the other side of the car, I still can't see him. Cops then start pulling things out of the car and putting them on the hood. Bottles of pills, a backpack, and then a gun. This is getting more interesting. Then... As we are all standing in rapt attention, this huge cop, black, probably 6'5 and about 300 pounds, reaches down to pick up the driver. He does so with one hand, and we all stand in amazement as we realize the driver is a midget and is dangling from the hands of this gigantic cop. The midget is screaming at the top of his lungs, Screw you, cops! Blah, blah, blah! And the cop pretty much carries him one-handed to a squad car and throws him in the back. When the cruiser takes off, there was a moment of silence, and then everyone, probably 30 bystanders, a dozen cops, everyone, starts laughing hysterically at the same time. I called every single person I knew, just so that I would not be accused of making it up. It was hands down the funniest thing I have seen. TLDR, I saw a midget get arrested at gunpoint. There was much communal laughter. I live in Philadelphia, and I was walking up Broad Street, one of the main thoroughfares in the city. All of a sudden, I hear sirens, which isn't that unusual, and I see a cop racing down the street, which also isn't that unusual. But then I see a jeep, oblivious to this cop, start to cross broad. 
At about this time, I got the, oh crap, this is going to end horrendously face, and stopped to watch. Well, the jeep gets about halfway across the street when the cop, who is doing at least 65 to 70, broadsides the jeep, goes airborne, and flips end over end twice and then lands upside down. While the cop is flipping over, the jeep is doing a barrel roll, also airborne, but underneath the cop, and this is where it reaches the point of peak insanity. After the cop lands, the jeep lands on top of the cop, and it's like one giant pile of twisted metal, broken glass, and shredded rubber. A few seconds later, all of the other cops, who were racing to the same crime scene as the first, come barreling down broad. They all screech to a halt, jump out of their cars with their guns drawn as if the driver of the jeep was some mastermind terrorist bent on murdering the Philadelphia police force. OSU Michigan football game in Columbus, 2005 or 2006. I forget. After the Bucks won, I stepped onto the porch with a few friends to have a smoke. As soon as I get outside, it smells like smoke. Sure enough, there was a 7-foot-high stack of porch furniture on fire right in front of the house I was at in the middle of the road. The fire really begins to grow as dozens of people are continuing to toss more and more couches and chairs onto this inferno. Now, keep in mind, all of this takes place in a little under one minute. Out of nowhere, a city snowplow comes flying out of the alleyway and crushes the whole pile down to nothing and scatters it all over the road and alley. Cheers erupt from all the neighboring houses at the scene, loving the hysteria that is going on around them. All of a sudden, a huge beam of light shines down right under the street, followed by another as two police helicopters swoop across the area. Then, almost immediately after all of this crap is going down, a wall of police on horseback arrive. I mean, these guys own the street sidewalk to sidewalk, batons in hand, just swatting at anyone stupid enough to get in their way. They marched right down the street and dispersed the area in less than one minute. No one was injured. Best thing I've ever seen. One time, I was in this pretty important business meeting. There was a town involved, regarding company acquisitions for an organization which I was led to believe I had no ownership in. After investigating some fraudulence on the part of my, quote, business partners, I determined I had actually still owned 50% of the company. Having known this, as the purchasing entity had no knowledge, I sold him half a million units of my product before the deal went through and then refused to sell him the company, saving my town and my dad's company. That's not even the crazy part. After I revealed that a married couple in the meeting had committed fraud, the husband ran out into the testing floor, it was an auto brakes factory, and tried to escape. But while telling us to screw ourselves, he tripped and fell onto an active brake test car and accidentally flipped the switch to activate it. Needless to say, we were all pretty worried about the poor guy, but fortunately, the brakes actually worked. But the guy went flying into a chair which was being tested for durability impact. One of these giant punching bag-like weights landed directly on his balls, ensuring he would never be able to reproduce again. That's still not even the crazy part. The craziest part is that the wife of the guy who committed fraud decided to shack up with the owner of the original purchasing company immediately as they left the meeting room, and no one even thought to arrest her or anything. This is after she committed multiple accounts of fraud, maybe even attempted murder, and polygamy. Although this happened right in front of news cameras and police officers, but she was quote, like a 10, so I guess it was okay. For those not getting it, IMDB Tommy Boy. And I've been reading a movie reference this whole time. Okay, never mind then. You know how sometimes when you can see slash hear someone committing an act of douchebaggery, your immediate reaction is wishing they get exactly what's coming to them? Well, 
One night, I was sitting on a bench outside a train station, and I can hear this guy driving like a real jerkwad. I can't see him yet, but I can tell from the sounds that he's doing burnouts and donuts and the like on the public street next to the building. I say to myself, I hope that jerkwad wrecks his car. And as soon as I get out the word car, I look up and see him come screaming around the side of the building and slam his car head on into a telephone pole. It wasn't particularly crazy by conventional standards, but the timing of it was just insane. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.